0: The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy!
1: You were just stupid as hell.
2: Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. Hello. 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 Hello.
3: What's happening, hot stuffs? Are you ready? i ready. ready Hey Carl,
4: what's
0: up? What's up, Carl? Seriously, there's got to be a Carl that listens to the show. Nice to see you. Welcome to the show.
2: A podcast produced by four dudes:
3: Adam Lee, Nick Marty, the Diesel, Tom Bryan. Big Brother Jeremy. Hi. Hi. Hello. Blah
2: oh. blah Bloody bloody blah blah blah.
3: Sure. Yeah.
4: Give me thirty seconds to work that out. Mm, good point. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. I'm speaking. It's lovely attire you're wearing today. Thank you.
0: It's a new shirt. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Break it down. Ba-na-na-na-na.
3: This is the Four Norsemen. And
0: here we go again, November 11th, 2020. Happy Veterans Day to all those who have served. You guys and gals rock. Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. A podcast for dudes, by four dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. My all virtual group of co-hosts via Zoom. Here they are, Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nick. Hello! Happy Podcast Day! Hey! Happy Podcast Day! I love Happy Podcast Day. Happy Veterans Day, even though none of us on here are veterans, but we respect the hell out of them.
4: Yeah, we appreciate everything that they do
0: to keep our you know scared asses home. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a weenie. Like I, I think about veterans and what they do, and I, 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 I get, I get my the top of my head gets sweaty just thinking about it, and and I, I, I just peed myself a little bit. So. There's that. Uh, uh, big Brother Jeremy in the house. Hello. You didn't say the in the house Oh,
2: thing. in the house. Yeah, you can't.
0: Like, I disrupted the mojo last time by introducing Tom before you, and now you just completely disrupted everything. Well, <laughs> you know,
2: for one, watch your language.
0: That's true. I'm sorry.
2: I've and had a little two, bit of Two...
0: You don't have it you don't have a second thing.
2: <laughs> I said I'm sorry, all right? Just yeah. move on. The diesel Tom Ryan there he is.
3: Hello. He just dis- he
0: disrupted it, didn't he?
3: He did, but I feel like last week's mojo wasn't disrupted, it was improved.
0: Oh, by me introducing you first? Yeah. So I should do that from now on? Maybe. Well, let's take a vote. I mean, who feels like like who who feels like we should do that? I mean, you these guys got to chime in or raise your hand or something like you know. Can we do the yay or nay thing? Uh, make it all official. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All so, right. So all I, all, I sa- all in favor of of me introducing Tom first. Yay or nay? Uh, yay.
3: Yay. Yeah. I'm good with it.
0: Jeremy, what'd you say? I said nay. So you like being second. I would rather be first, but second's better than last. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. So here's here's my thought process on this. Is so I introduced Nick first. Because yep. let let's be honest. Every time other than my time on KQ ninety two, every other radio show I've ever had, Nick has been my number two guy. Right? Yep. Uh, yep. every show. Always be. College radio, every podcast, whatever the case might be. He's always been the I will always be your Luigi
4: for the rest of my life. You're welcome. Tom's your your peach. I'm your Luigi. Yep.
0: (laughs) Could eat a peach for hours. Um so that's why I always introduce Nick first. And you know, I like the flow of introducing Flo second. Because usually he doesn't mess it up. And he usually responds to to what I say, and the in the house kind of thing. And then I introduced Diesel third because, well, he's sexy. He's our anchor. He holds us all down, you know, or like grounds us and makes us better. So, you know, you gotta throw your your best guy in your fastest guy last in the relay, right? Yeah, I
4: I will say that I don't I don't really care because because I'm first, so I don't really care in the grand scheme of things. I'm happy with my position. So, well, let's take it to the listeners. then. That's what you said last night. Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: see what you did there. Yep. I see what you did there. <laughs> um,
2: like your mother likes it, Trebek.
0: Oh no, man. <laughs> see now that's a double edged sword on that one, because Connery's dead and Trebek's dead. Like, yeah. oh, man. Like, that's a bummer. I was way sadder about Trebek. Like, 2020 can just suck it. I know. Like, jeez. Like, yes, um, Sean Connery was a horrible, horrible man. But God dang it, was he a good actor. So good in some of the most memorable things that uh, Hunt for Red October, obviously uh, Indiana Jones, all that stuff, man. The Rock. The Rock. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and blank the prom <laughs> queen. Like, come on. That's a great line. That's, that's so a great good. line. So, But, yeah, Trebek passing away this past weekend. Uh, not good, man. Like, That's a bummer. Yeah, 2020 just blows. Can we just get through yeah. November and December yeah. and, and move on? Because, of, you know, everything, of course, resets at January 1st. It's my birthday on January 2nd. Uh, I'll take any kind of digital gifts uh, fans Norseman4 at gmail.com um, so start planning now for that uh, and the, the, the whole year resets at that point so that would be good science mm, good point thanks okay so we'll let the listeners decide if I should introduce Tom or Jeremy second or third okay
2: Good. Oh, okay. sounds, sounds
0: great. I mean, power to the people. Yeah, that's true. That's what we're all about, right? Is I'm power to Except in the debate, which I clearly won, no matter <laughs> who voted for who, and as long, but because the only votes that counted were the ones that were for me.
4: <laughs> yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, it is funny how that
0: works. Like I feel like I'm original in that thought.
4: <laughs> so there you go
0: uh what what, any what's new with you guys i really didn't write down a whole lot for the top of the 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 show i was gonna bitch at you guys a little bit more about dots but i felt like i kind of kicked that horse to death yeah Um, that's a beaten horse yep so so what's anything exciting what's new you guys need to give me something well, I I only have bad news from my house.
4: Why? So what happened now? I, I threw out my back this last weekend, What's and I'm in the a ton of pain. Throwing out your back. I you know can't. it. Uh, it's not. It's does not feel good. So much. You. I, Son I, of a I have never bitch. had back problems in the past, uh, and so when it happened raking leaves this weekend, I didn't know really what to do, and I have never realized how much it completely it shuts you down, man.
3: Yeah, the worst. worst. Son of a
2: bitch.
1: Yep. I worst. mean, just bitch.
4: even my drive to work, my 20 minute drive mm-hmm. to work, I like have
0: dreaded the entire week because mm-hmm. it gets so sore. Dri- Driving is so- the worst part because mm-hmm. you get in the car and you're at a certain, you bend your body at a certain angle and, get, yep. and then like you could be in the car for 10 minutes. And yep. a, when I threw out my back at the beginning of summer, I had to go and bring my dog to the vet and our vet, Uh, because of COVID they make you wait in your car and you know you bring the dog to the door you let the dog go and actually it's great like man props to them because like they never have to worry about a waiting room again I would never go back to the way it was if I was a veterinarian or a doctor or whatever
3: DMV is the same way
0: right I mean why would you want people up in your face all the time so that's a different subject for another day but I sat there literally for like 10 minutes in the car and I was in so much pain I had to like get out of the car and just walk around for a second just because the, the car seats are the worst uh, I don't mm-hmm. I, and you ride in the car for 10 20 minutes and you try to get out it's it's terrible it's the worst so yeah so
4: we're battling over here a little bit this yeah. this week so. are you
0: cranky from it too
4: yeah very much so I'm not sleeping well and when you have little kids who jump on you all the time like yeah. Uh, it, it just doesn't seem to get the rest it needs. And uh, it's, yep, I'm, I'm 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 a little cranky tonight, but I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring the A game. Do you remember when Shawn Michaels, HBK, had back problems? Yeah. And he still For wrestled four one years. of the greatest.
2: Yeah. One of the greatest matches well, ever against Stone Cold Steve well, Austin. Yeah, well, and then he took his
4: ball at yeah. home. So, yeah. But you know what? He, he, he powered through. He, he, yeah, he lost his smile. smile. I'm not going to lose my smile. I'm going to power through. Uh, and I'm gonna bring the best show you have seen out of me in some time.
0: Well, that's that's a that's saying a lot because generally you're pretty much the highest performing one out of all of us. So,
2: yeah, that that really holds no credence. I mean, if I was to say something like that, that'd be something to really write home about. But you, <laughs> yeah. you're always at top of your game. Right. I'm just like you know, Jer- Jeremy. I, you've become prepared. The, the i'd say the last
4: few shows you have been super engaged you've been doing like show prep remember the candy draft you guys he brought show prep for that what um, a podcast it, have you been listening to
3: well no he's... idea <laughs> <laughs> what kind of painkillers are you on right <laughs> <now>?
2: <laughs> well nick you just wait and see what i bring tonight
3: which is absolutely <laughs> nothing <laughs> all right well nick nick if you need some help with that whole back thing you let me know because i i've had uh far too much experience in that department (laughs) lately yeah for sure gotcha gotcha
2: yeah
0: there's no there's no right answer to it like you can sit there and say go to the chiropractor get yourself some pain patches you know, it's sleep on your side or your back or or on a har- firmer bed or whatever. It's Go every- roll
2: around the snow bank.
0: Everybody's different with it, so. How was
2: Did you guys get a lot of snow?
0: Yeah, uh, what about four, four or five inches here, right? Probably got three and a half here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough to cover the ground, but it's supposed to be fifty. This is gonna be gone. Years, yeah. So yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be gone again. It's gonna be one of those winters, I think, here in Minnesota. So we got a great show. Should we get on with it? do it yeah all right sounds good most excellent show for you this evening on the norseman the nfl season has reached its midpoint and with that our good friend from the homer horn podcast chris shad will join us in a bit to recap review and also look forward talking about those vikings and other happenings around the league as well then it's on to a rather um a rather unique edition of scooters beer of the week he uh, he brought a little something different to the table today, so I was I was impressed with him as I always am. Went out of his comfort zone this week, so and I have a game for Jeremy that I am honestly really excited about. It's movie themed, which seems to be within Jeremy's range, and he does well with it. Um, Thank and you. honestly, it really doesn't make him look like that much of an ass. So maybe people will turn off after Scooters Beer of the Week. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Um, and then then Tom will deliver us the Hero of the Week as only he can. You guys ready to go? Let's do, do, do it. it. All right, let's roll. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, The Diesel, Tom Ryan. I'm Adam Lee. We are the Four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everybody, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen, and I want to let you in on our secret weapon for the show, Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Whether you're looking for music for your podcast, your home movie or YouTube video, a presentation or project for school or work, SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. I was able to find Christmas music for the holiday season, spooky music for Halloween, sports music anytime we need that, and even funny circus music for... Any segment that we're being clowns, um, I guess I could probably use that for every segment. The best part, though, about SilvermanSound.com is tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste your time. Don't do it. Worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast? You only need Shane. Donate and support to SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com.
3: This is the Four Norseman.
4: alive get all fat and sassy
0: alright second segment of the four Norsemen thanks for giving us a listen wherever or whenever you might be listening follow us along on social media, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace norseman 4 that's the number 4, at gmail.com to email us, yes there it is um, we actually did get an email Again, uh, this this Jordan from Wausau, who is <laughs> Jordan from Wasa, Wisconsin keeps emailing us. Oh, uh, well, maybe I'll read his email a little bit later. Actually, I yeah. think he had some sports questions. We'll ask those in a, in a little bit to our to our sports guests. We should dive right in because we got a lot to talk about. We have a very special guest joining the Norsemen. He's now a regular contributor on the show. Uh, this is his second time, so that makes him more regular than, than yeah. anybody but Scooter. Um, and, and that does more for us than it does for him. Yeah, this is, <laughs> Let's this, just make that really this, clear. This, this is a major, major, major charity case, uh, yeah. and we are the recipients of that. He hosts his own <laughs> okay. podcast called The Homer Horn. Uh, check it out twice a week wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It, it, and it is a favorite of mine. I listen to it regularly. It's very good. Um, He does a great job. Also a writer for Zone Coverage, Bring Me the News, and Viking Age. Um, Apparently he's a gambling god. We'll get to that in a second as well. Uh, Very busy guy. Glad to have him here, Mr. Chris Shad. Hey, buddy. How's it going?
5: Hey, fellas. What do you know? Not much,
0: man. We're happy to have you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule and your your 18, 19, 20 jobs that you have. Um, (laughs) I want to start with a very important question for you. Uh, I think it was the most recent episode of the Homer Horn. You had a big-time guest on, uh, comedian and ESPN. He's the ESPN uh, Snapchat host, right? Y- yes, yeah. Cy Amundsen. You had Cy Amundsen mm-hmm. on your show. How did you lock that down? How was it? I mean, that's a to me, that's a huge guest.
5: Yeah. Um, well, Cy um, actually... You know, it's just through a couple of connections through zone coverage. Uh, Tom Schreier, our managing editor, knows Sai and uh, he's got his own podcast, so he wound up reading some of my stuff and really liked it. So eventually, he's just like, Hey, let's get you on my podcast and do a recap show. So every Monday, or I guess next week, it'll be Tuesday because the Vikings play on Monday night. Uh, we do a recap podcast. It's me, Sai, Mike Bryant, and uh, Tom Schreier from zone coverage. And basically, Cy just makes fun of us for about 20 or 30 minutes, and we try to drop (laughs) some Viking knowledge. That's perfect. That's awesome. It's a blast, yeah. What's it called? Uh, It's just a Cy Amundsen podcast. Oh, so So it's just his own. Yep. If you subscribe to his podcast, there's always a Viking recap episode. And yeah, I I just got sick of him making fun of me, so I decided to flip the tables around a little bit.
0: Did you go 30 (laughs) seconds of anger on him yet? I,
5: I did not. I he does not know about the thirty seconds of anger. It, uh, maybe at something, some point. Yeah, you got to reach a certain relationship yeah. status to it know. Is, you, can't just, you can't just
0: you can't just spring that on anybody anymore.
1: Right?
4: And I and I, yeah. I thought in our last podcast too, we kind of talked about how that's locked in a special box somewhere that only comes out on on certain occasions now. Yeah. As as we are, you know, we're we're growing older. We're elder statesmen.
5: We're a fine wine now. The Vikings came close to making me unlock the box during the early part of this season, but we we kept it in. We held everything together. I'm actually proud because it kind of shows maturity. So so you know what I mean there.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. All right. Let's get in the NFL. It's week eight, midway through. Um, I I just want to get the COVID question out of the way, and then we'll talk about some fun stuff. Just what's your mid-season assessment of the NFL when it comes to the handling of COVID nineteen in this whole this whole mess,
5: ah, uh, you know, what? nobody really knows what's going on, and it's not just an NFL thing. I think it's everybody, yeah, uh, from people handling it and everything else. You know, some people can't be bothered to wear a mask. You know, I'm I'm not going to get too political there, but I think the NFL at the beginning of the season they kind of played it off, and like it was funny to me because like in week three they had a Chiefs and Ravens game. And uh, Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Louis Rick were like, look at us. Week three, baby. We made it three whole weeks and no COVID <laughs> tests. And the floodgates just freaking opened right after yeah, there. Right. And, and- yeah. And, and, yeah, the Titans especially. But, I mean, after that, they kind of switched around some games. And now they're just at the point, like, we're playing these games. We don't care. Like, you knew this was going to be a problem you have to have better depth. And I think you saw it with the uh, San Francisco 49ers last week. They had about six or seven guys get placed on the list, not because they had COVID, but because they were around. uh, I can't remember
0: who it was. It's like a first contact list though. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So like they had to be on there for five games and the Packers wound up playing a JV team on national television. So I mean, (laughs) like the NFL is just going to forge ahead, man. They want the money. They want everything else. And you know even though it may be immoral at this point i mean they're just going to they're just going to keep doing it so okay. i we'll just see how it how it affects the rest of the season
0: so it's 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 more of a team by team basis obviously but but if you had to grade the nfl versus the nhl who was very successful with the with the bubble the the nba who was very successful with the bubble where would you where would you score the the nfl
5: oh boy Ah, you know, I mean, with the number of people involved and I think they've only had one real outbreak and that was the Titans. I'd give it a B, I guess. Like it hasn't, it hasn't completely shut down the season. They had to move a couple of games. Uh, We'll see how it goes the last, what are we on? Week 10. So I guess the last seven or potentially eight weeks if uh, they have to cancel an entire week. Right. I, I mean, I think they've done pretty good. I think they have the protocols in place. I think the violations that have occurred are team-related and kind of negligence in that sure. manner. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think they've done an okay job. It hasn't been like you know MLB, which was just a mess all over the right. place throughout the entire summer. But. Right. Right.
0: They don't it, notice it, how I didn't mention them. And a B, yeah. a B, to be honest, would go on my fridge any day of the week. So <laughs> correct. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. it would have. Mom would have mm-hmm. been proud.
4: <laughs> Chris, is there any? is there any rumor or, or movement towards what they're going to do with the playoffs? If they're going to try to bubble the playoffs or if they're going to kind of keep the same uh, kind of flow that they have going now, we saw that in the MLB that they picked a few cities, um, you know, playoffs, you, you can't play JV teams, right? That's when it becomes a little bit more higher stakes. So is there any movement towards that?
5: I think I read something, you know, it's about a month ago that maybe they were going towards Dallas and Los Angeles as potential bubble sites, Uh, for the playoffs and and the same feeling. Yeah, you're exactly right. You can't go into the Super Bowl, have, you know, Patrick Mahomes test, or even like the Chiefs backup, I think it's Matt Moore test positive. And, well, Patrick Mahomes has to quarantine for five days. Like the NFL would just lose big time in that situation. So I do think they'll bubble up because I think a lot of teams, including the Vikings, who said today they're not going to pursue more fans in U.S. Bank Stadium for the rest of the season. Um, I think that they will try and bubble up. They will try and, you know, maybe have a scenario later in the year where it's played in Texas or some other area that doesn't give a crap or whatever about all this. And (laughs) put 10,000, 20,000. I mean, Dallas's games, they look like a full stadium. It looks like a fourth quarter of a blowout in there uh, at, in Arlington. So, I mean, it, I I mean, yeah, I I really do think they're going to go ahead and do a bubble. It's just a matter Mm -hmm. of where.
4: Their team is playing like a fourth quarter blowout is as well
5: down
0: there, which I I'm all
5: right with. Yeah, Uh. they are. They are a
0: dumpster fire. All right. Let's move on from COVID because it's no fun. No one likes to talk about it anymore. What else do we have for Chris shot?
3: Chris, I've got a couple questions for you about our team, the Minnesota Vikings here. We've had some success recently. Um, what would you attribute that to? Is it Zimmer being an excellent scheme artist of a coach, uh, more time for those younger players to get some experience, um, or is it just dumb luck because we're catching these teams that uh, you know on a, on a good day, more or less? I
5: really think it's kind of a combination. In the secondary, I would say it's more of scheme because Mike Zimmer, according to him, like cover two is just like the two dirtiest words that could come out of his mouth. Like he hates cover two. He said it to Xavier Rhodes. He's like, I could find a cover two corner down at the seven 11. Like he hated it. And not, and now Xavier Rhodes went into a cover two scheme and he's awesome. So it really simplifies things for the corners. And when you have young cornerbacks that are kind of learning the game, I think that, you know, getting them in that scheme and it really dumbing things down for the lack of a better term has really helped them. I think Gladney allowed like a half a yard per coverage snap on Sunday against the lions And I think that it's really helped the rest of the team that some of the other rookies have stepped up. DJ Wanham's played a huge Mm. role. He had that big strip sack on Aaron Rodgers. He
3: He came out of nowhere.
5: Yeah, and he was a guy that everybody said the Vikings reached on, and Andre Patterson's like, give me that guy. They took him in the fourth round, and he's really been progressing. Troy Dye's another guy that could come on late. Um, You know, We've had some guys that aren't even – like Kenny Willekies is a player that I really liked them getting in the seventh round, but he tore his ACL right at the end of training camp. So, I mean, this 2020 class has really helped, and I think that's been the biggest key – for the defense. Now offensively, I would say that Dalvin Cook of course has been the catalyst with 478 total yards in his last two games. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's Just really unreal. taking things away from Kirk Cousins. He he's playing at another level.
3: He's amazing. He's fun to watch. I always so like good. watching AP, but I really like watching him run. Mid-season grade, what would you what would you give him? I mean, there's obviously been injuries, got all these new players, you've had the COVID opt-outs. What are you getting, giving him? a mid-season grade to the Vikes?
5: I think for their preseason expectations and kind of the moves that they made last offseason, I'd say it's a D plus Because I look at it in a scheme of the Vikings wanted to be in the NFC playoff picture from day one. And they got off to that 1-5 and start. And a lot of the moves this offseason really paved the way. I mean, uh, the Kirk Cousins contract is something that still blows my mind because you didn't have to sign him to it. And the only reason you did is to sign Michael Pierce, who's not even playing. And you couldn't see that with COVID. I mean, everybody thought it would be a two-week thing at first, but, I mean, to sign a nose tackle that really doesn't have a lot of value to a team, it's kind of a weird move, and he's got a 40-plus million cap hit coming either this year if they cut him or next year. And then they go out and they trade for Yannick Ngakwe, who just wasn't a fit. Like, he just – wanted to sack the quarterback not play the run or do anything and you know they wound up shipping him off so I mean those offseason moves and really the start that they went on kind of lowered the grade but it really bumped up over the last two weeks because the defense is playing better they're playing better offensively and they got a good win against a good team in Green Bay who I think is susceptible to be punched in the mouth but I think that you know, you don't roll in a Lambeau Field with fans or without, and just manhandle the Packers like the Vikings did. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's always fun to see them beat up on the Packers. That just makes us all happy.
0: Yeah, all see right. the
5: Packers get put. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no, if, go ahead. If they don't, if they win two games a year and it's mm-hmm. against two and fourteen, baby, I wouldn't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's amen. <laughs> yep,
5: and I was torn when it happened. It was so weird because
0: (laughs) I know I saw you on social media. You were, you were, you were, you were, you were looking at the future, buddy. I know it. And, uh, and I can't blame you
5: when you're one in five and your quarterback looks like he's out there. playing drunk. Like Mm -hmm. that's kind of, that's when you look towards the future. You're like, all right, let's get rid of this guy. Let's get a draft pick. And Dalvin's running wild. And I'm just like, yeah, they're beating the Packers, but uh, I want Trevor Lawrence. Let's, yeah, what
0: did you what did you say? It is it is it worth trading the next twelve days of making fun of our Packer friends <laughs> for to mortgage our entire future on a on a for, on on Trevor Lawrence or whoever else is up there
5: for ten or fifteen years of uh, decent quarterback there play? It was, yeah, yep, that's what it was. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep.
5: Well,
3: you're yeah. never you're never gonna outpace the Jets at this point. They can't get out of their own way. They're gonna be zero sixteen
5: they're hilarious uh, like Adam Gase is still there and I don't know why. Like I thought, I honestly thought if they pulled it out, against want to keep the Patriots, on, yeah, if they pulled it out against the Patriots on Monday, I swear they would have fired Gase on the spot. Like, what are you doing? Get out of here. We don't have the number one pick anymore. Let's, <laughs> <Right>. let's <laughs> accelerate this.
3: Well, kind of segueing a little bit, but the last part I have for the Vikings looking into the crystal ball, what, what do you think the second half is going to be like? Are we, are we an eight and eight team that squeaks in and then we get our lovely 20th pick that we waste on a corner
4: cornerback
3: or <laughs> <laughs> are, are we gonna are we gonna find a way to turn it on and all of a sudden we have a shot in the playoffs or could it go completely sideways and we might have that top five pick
5: you know in my notes i have in big bold letters pain with like five
2: exclamation points <laughs> right after it, because
5: that that's what viking season is but uh an interesting fact, Ryan Bozer actually tweeted out that the next six Viking opponents have lost a combined 22 straight games, which wow. is pretty boggling. Chicago's in there twice, but yeah, wow. yeah, that is crazy. So, I mean, the runway is open for the Vikings to make a run. I just wonder if how they're winning games is sustainable because you have Dalvin Cook's injury history you wonder how defense, how teams adjust to the Vikings with their run-first uh, offense and their cover-two scheme. But, but I mean, also the NFC is just wide open, and the Vikings have fared well against some of the better competition. Like I said, they beat Green Bay at Lambeau. They lost to Tennessee by one point. They came within one yard of beating the Seahawks in Seattle.
2: Come on, and Madison, like Find that hole.
5: Yeah, and I mean, if Dalvin Cook plays that game, they probably win. He runs into the end zone. Like, I want to see what happens when this team plays Chicago. Uh, They get Dallas at home. They'll play Jacksonville and Carolina, teams they should beat. And they have two games against Tampa Bay and New Orleans who don't look unbeatable. The optimist in me says, you know, it's possible they could go on a run. The Vikings fan in me, knowing the flaws that are on this team, kind of wonder, okay, can they overcome these things and kind of beat these teams without smoke and mirrors? Because that's how I kind of feel like they're doing it right now.
4: Yeah. Uh, Looking at the NFC, Chris, you talked a little bit about that. Every team on here, at least in the NFC, has had kind of that clunker of a game, right? You have the Buccaneers who destroy the Packers. The Packers lose to us, but then the Buccaneers go and get destroyed by New Orleans. Seattle, you know, can score with anyone, but their defense is like running through ghosts out there. So who is the class of the NFC? When this thing's all said or done, who do you trust the most going into the playoffs Uh, to get there and most likely lose to Patrick Mahomes in
5: the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I I think it's the Saints right now. And maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid after Sunday night. But, I mean, uh, Drew Brees is there. I know his arm's kind of getting weak, but they're going to get stronger with Michael Thomas back. uh, Good old slant boy. They got Alvin Kamara in the backfield. (laughs) Their defense is pretty solid. I mean, we saw what they did to Tom Brady. I just... I don't trust the Buccaneers because they seem to be tinkering with things a little bit too much. Like they added Antonio Brown in week 10 and their offense was fine. Like it just doesn't make sense. They're playing fantasy football and I don't think it'll work. Like all the other teams in the NFC, you can look at one thing and go that could, that could hurt them. That could hurt them. And I'm having trouble putting my finger on what could be the saints downfall outside of the referees, of course, because, they, they ate the
2: refs,
5: you know? <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Cardinals?
4: here's uh, a team that, that I've been watching and been impressed with this year. Do you think they have enough in this crazy NFC to potentially make a run or are they still a year or two away in your opinion?
5: I like them. I, I think they're fun to watch if anything, where you have Kyler Murray who, you know, he's the classic, Oh, nothing's open downfield. I'm going to run for 20 yards and probably make a couple of people miss in the process uh, they're the number one offense of the league. Their defense is a little suspect. They lost to Miami on Sunday. Um, I just, I I don't really trust Arizona moving forward, but I think they have the pieces to kind I mean, if they run into a team like Seattle in the playoffs, I I wouldn't, I mean, we saw, I think Arizona beat Seattle early, earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken, that was a overtime win. I, I think that's, You know, Arizona could really beat some teams, but they're more of a finesse team. They're not really a punch them in the mouth. And that's where I think some of the teams in the NFC kind of have their weaknesses.
4: Um, We talked a little bit about Mike Zimmer and how I think two weeks ago, Mike Zimmer's seat was extremely hot. I still think it is warm, um, but he's kind of coaching himself back into, uh, into feeling good. Adam Gaze is a train wreck. I think he's dead man walking as of now. Um, But what are some of the other coaches you think uh, are are really close to having their time called uh, as a NFL head coach, at least this go around?
0: Who's going to lose their job? (laughs) Who's going to lose their job?
5: (laughs) Like, uh, I listen to a podcast called The Audible, and, like, they always talk about Matt Patricia, and he's always got the pencil in his ear. (laughs) And they said if he's like a Disney character, like the pencil would talk to him and they'd be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, like it, it might have oh, just Mike? come down and be like, hey, there's only 10 guys on the field. David- oh, too late.
0: Hey, um, hey, your beard needs grooming. You yeah. Need to calm that thing.
3: He's too you know smart. That guy, yeah.
5: You know, that guy graduated from MIT.
3: I know. Like his, <laughs> I think I that's his problem that's though. He's like, too smart. He can't relate to those guys.
5: Right. And like, I guess he was like a janitor there or something. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like George O'Leary, I think was his name. Like when I was a kid and he applied for Notre Dame's head coaching job and he lied on his resume and they like called him out on it and he's like, no, I didn't. I didn't lie. And he's like, Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we've <laughs> all been there, man. But, oh, but yeah. I think, I think, I think Detroit's going to can Patricia, um, I'm really curious to see if Matt Nagy gets fired in Chicago if they slide out of the playoffs. Because I feel like yeah, they have offense a... offense pl- is bad. Yeah, they have a playoff caliber defense. If you gave them the Vikings offense, I think they head to the playoffs easily. But I mean, they, they just don't know what they're doing over there. And, and the other one that I really think could happen is Mike McCarthy in Dallas. One year. <laughs> yeah, and they all hate him. They're all like, hey, he doesn't teach. He doesn't do anything. It's like... Man, if only there were like an article or something talking about how bad of a coach McCarthy was, and he getting happy endings between team meetings and stuff. Like,
3: he was so bad in gosh. Green Bay with the Hall of Fame quarterback. He couldn't win there. What's he going to do there with the fourth string quarterback? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, yeah. And the and the Hall of Fame quarterback wanted him dead. But I mean, that's Aaron Rodgers in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, it he just like Mike McCarthy. It was so funny during the draft when they took CD Lamb, they announced the pick and everything, and they cut up. And like Mike McCarthy's face was like right up into the camera, just like this. <laughs> they can't see it on a podcast, right? I'm literally right there. And I swear to God, he was like watching cartoons or something, like SpongeBob was on, just Jerry, Jerry Jones was just making the pick.
2: Just let me know who the pick is <laughs> <laughs> Patrick and SpongeBob up to do today today. <laughs> uh,
5: just he just looks like the biggest doofus ever. And that's Rimbus. the first time I've used doofus in a long time. But I yeah, like I mean it seems though. That was good. Yep. That's good. Uh, I, I really think that could happen. I think Jerry Jones would be like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I liked it, but let's go get that Zimmer guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that that team's two and seven right now. But only two games out of first place. Chris, is this the worst division ever in the history of the NFL? Yeah, what, and,
0: what record well, are they going to win yeah. this? Who's going to win this division <laughs> and what record are they going to have?
5: You, you know what's hilarious is I had coffee with the, uh, with somebody I know, and she's like – yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, but, but I mean, really, I'm just a Vikes fan and everything. And I said to her, I'm like, you're one step away from hoping both teams just have fun every Sunday. Like <laughs> that, that's life in the NFC East right now. I mean, I was going through cause you're like, who's going to win this division? And I'm like, I don't know. And, and like the only team I could think of was uh, the Eagles cause they, they have a draw. So I mean, that gives them an advantage. I think they finished seven, eight and one and like the Eagles are getting healthy. They're getting Alshon Jeffrey back. Jalen Rieger's coming back. Miles Sanders is coming back. The pieces are there for them to be a decent football team. But, but I mean, like the rest of the NFC East, like what team is going to step up? Dallas, as you mentioned, four-string quarterback. The Giants are awful. The Washington football team, I mean, they have Alex Smith, who's playing out there on one leg. Like, it's, it's awful. It's bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Looking at the point differential of all four of those teams, like, oh my goodness. Now, will they get a home playoff game? I mean, technically, I mean, I know they won't this year, but is the seeding still the same in the new format where they would be the four seed no matter what, just from winning their division?
5: Yes, they would. They would, uh, they'd get the whole home playoff game, which... I don't know. I, I mean, I'm all for the division winner going into the playoffs. Cause if you beat your rivals, whatever, but I mean, in the same breath, it's like uh, home playoff games, a little much, especially when your division is as bad as this is. Right. Right. Awesome.
4: So you had the, the saints coming out of the NFC. Who'd be like in the AFC? I,
5: it's a cop-out answer, but I mean, I liked Baltimore coming into the season. But their offense is just so bland. I mean, Lamar Jackson said today the defenses are calling out their plays as they run them, which is always a bad sign. You might want to change it up. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 25-to-1 right now. Uh, That's like turn up the difficulty on Madden-type numbers. Uh, I just think the Chiefs are the most complete team out there. And, I mean, until somebody knocks them off, I mean, good defenses, running games, whatever. The Chiefs are basically bulletproof at this point. So until somebody beats them, I think they're a the team. They're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. What, what,
0: hey, about, hey. what about the Steelers, though?
2: I was just going to ask that.
5: The Steelers are a little bit weird to me because they're they're not. I mean, I love their defense. I love T.J. Watt, brother of J.J. and Derek Watt uh, in Subway spokesman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, Ben Roethlisberger is getting it to a bevy of talented receivers. I, I think they have the defense to slow the Chiefs down, but uh, I they always play down to their competition. Mm. Like, that's what I've kind of noticed this year. And, like, even, like, the Dallas game, I think Dallas had a 13-and-a-half point. You know, they uh, they were underdogs by 13-and-a-half points. And I I was like, I'd take Dallas because Pittsburgh never takes bad teams seriously and sure enough, it came down to the final uh, the final horn. So, I mean, I, I just I don't trust Pittsburgh when it matters. Um, maybe if they lose a game, they kind of wake up a little bit. But right now, I think Pittsburgh's kind of doing the high wire act.
0: You want to answer if awesome. you want to answer a fan mail question, Krishad? What do we got?
3: You've got mail.
4: I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay!
0: Okay, so this is from uh, who seems to be uh, is quickly becoming our number one fan, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, because he's been kind of trolling people on the show. I mean, he ripped on Scooter last week, for crying out loud. I mean, who rips on Scooter? Oh, dare! Um, but it's Jordan from Wausau. And uh, Jordan from Wausau clearly has some Packers questions that he'd like you to answer. Um,
5: Absolutely.
0: So uh, he asks, who do you think the Packers will be playing in the Super Bowl this year? Uh, Why is Aaron Rodgers the best QB in the division, if not the whole league? Uh, What is it like living in the shadow of the greatest football team ever? And which former Packer will go to the Vikings in, uh, in a next attempt to make us competitive? (laughs)
5: <laughs> okay. So, let's let's break it down here because there's four questions there. The first What was the first question? The first, I'll start there. The
0: first question is who they're going to play in the Super Bowl.
5: Well, the Packers a probably aren't going to make it because every time some big physical team shows up, they just get punched in the mouth. And if there's anything I love more than anything, it's anything related to the Green Bay Packers getting punched in the mouth. But if they do get that far, I think Patrick Mahomes will show up and roast that god-awful defense for about 400
0: yards and five touchdowns. So we can move on to the next question. Um, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. It was uh, Aaron Rodgers. Why is he the best QB into into the division, if not the whole league?
5: Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the division because he has the attitude of an emo rock band lead singer. Anything that he can find for the universe against him, he will use. Uh, he's got the chip on his shoulder to the point you can use it as a drinking game and be blacked out by the second quarter. And uh, his own team doesn't even want him. So basically, he's one just giant emotional. Uh, I probably can't swear on this show, but
2: you can. Well, I'll be you know where I'm leaning, yeah. go ahead, go yeah. ahead, get oh, it
5: oh, off. One big emotional. He's one big emotional bitch. So let's <laughs> let's go with that.
0: Um, All All right, right.
5: there's two more. There's two more. This is fun. uh,
0: What is it like living in the shadow of the greatest football team ever?
5: It's awful. Uh, I contemplate my life choices every day. Um, (laughs) Son of a bitch. As people just show me uh, clips of the Antonio Freeman catch, I just think, okay, this is is what I signed up for. And someday when the Vikings do – win a Super Bowl. It will be the most glorious day of my life, even though you have four, and but we will have one. Yep. I do not know when that is. It'll be special. I will probably... Like, do you remember when the Cubs won the World Series and they had all those videos of like the old person in the recliner? Sure, it's right, like, right. yeah, they finally did it. Like that'll be me. Like I want them to win one before when I'm physically able to go out and like rage. You know, right? And, like not sitting there like grandpa, they did it. And, like oh, now I can die. Yeah, and, like that's that's your celebration move. You can die. Yeah, like. Uh...
0: All right, and we're not going to worry about the last question because let's be honest, it's the Packers, and we don't give a so. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, tell the listeners where they can read your stuff and hear your voice.
5: Well, I write at zonecoverage.com. We have a whole bunch of talented writers over there. Uh, I also write at the Viking Age with my five bold predictions article every week, and I write at Bring Me the News with a whole bunch of news stories, and if I feel like diving into something, I do that over there as well.
0: All right. Thanks very much, Chris Shad. We appreciate hey, your time, buddy. You're you're the best. And hey, if you ever want to come on and be a part of one of our crazy drafts or something like that, have you heard some of our drafts? We did a candy draft. We did... What was the other one we did? Fast food draft. Fast food draft. draft. Yep. So, I mean, I know you like drafts. You're a draft yeah. guy. So we could we could get We you got some on sports ones lined up, possibly. We've thrown a few ideas,
4: maybe an all-time NBA uh, league draft. You pick your, your roster plus an, uh, a sixth man. Uh, and so we got some ideas coming that we might need you.
0: Basically, we're just well, begging and pleading f- for you to <laughs> add some more legitimacy to our podcast.
5: Well, you know, I am enjoying a draft as we're recording. <laughs> there there as Look as at
0: song. that. <laughs> oh, All right. Thanks, oh, Chris. I appreciate you, buddy. All right, more to come on this edition of the Four Norsemen. Scooter's Beer of the Week on the way. Jeremy has himself a game to play, and Tom will cap us off with Hero of the Week. Sit tight.
4: Time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 brew Beer so good, you can't buy it
0: anywhere.
1: What is this week's Beer of the Week? Well, the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at a lot of uh, dark beer, beer that is a lot maltier. I decided to go a different route this week. Okay. And we're going to look at a beer that is not as popular but is definitely something you should look at in your beer repertoire. And that is a sour. So, the beer this week is from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery out of Milton, Delaware. It is the Sea Quench Session Sour. Try to say
0: that five times fast.
1: I uh, know. It took me a little while. I had to practice Sea quench. Is it sea, sea Quench? Like the Sea, sea Quench. The Sea As quenches is your thirst? Ali sold seashells down by the seashore. Sequence so. session ale, okay, or session sour actually. Sequence session sour, <clears throat> sequence session
0: sour. Uh, it keeps saying sequence, yeah, and well, and
1: that out. it's the play on words because it is a sequence of beer that they put together. Uh, this beer is a mashup of Kolsch, Ghost, and Berliner Weiss, all three German style beers they've, they've put together, okay. Um, brewed with black limes, which I had to look up. I had no idea what a black lime was. It's basically a key lime that has been dried, Mm -hmm. uh, and they use it kind of like a spice. Mm -hmm. So black limes, sour lime juice, uh, lime peel, and sea salt to make this. Uh, So sour beers, there's there's a couple different varieties out there. You have your beer that is soured with wild yeast, you have beer that is soured with bacteria, such as lactobacillus or bretomyces. Mm. Um, and then you have beer that is soured with fruit. And this is a beer that is soured with fruit and a little bit of the lactobacillus um, lactic acid uh, coming from the ghost style beer. A lot of terminology um, the sea- there. Oh, lots of terminology. There's so much <laughs> science in beer. I love it. Mm. And it's really hard to say this with a very sour with a sour taste in your mouth drinking the sea quench the sequench is a 4.9% ABV and only a 10 IBU. This beer is not bitter, it is sour. Most of your sour beers, you're not going to notice a whole lot of hop characteristic at all. Uh, you may find some of them that have um, like citra hops, which have a, a citrus. Taste to them, and sure. that kind of helps along with the the sour. But uh, otherwise, you're not going to see hops in this a whole lot. Um, in appearance, it is a bright hazy yellow, just very, very yellow. Yeah, it
0: was very bright. It's, like the listeners can't see it, but it is it is quite bright.
1: Think of it as maybe like a hazy Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah, kind of yeah. that yellow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would agree
1: with that. Uh, when you pour it, it is very carbonated. So you pour it, you get a thick white head, but it recedes quickly. Um, and leave just a, a, a light ring around the glass um, as you start drinking it. It smells very funky, and that is, again, from the ghost-style beer. Ghosts are, they're, they're funky, they're sour beers. So you smell it, and it kind of smells a little like something that's maybe been in the fridge a little too long ah. sometimes, but it's not a bad one, like like funky cheese sometimes. Ah, okay. All right. Okay, so yep. your weirder... Fancy cheeses, I keep um, it. and and you also yeah I know it sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> but then also it, the smell comes through in some citrus, but that that funk is what hits your nose first. Okay. Tasting it, uh, it hits sour real hard right away. Make sure you take a second taste because after that first always take nickel, two tastes. Always take two. Once your your taste buds adjust, it, it it's a very delicious lime beer. It's it's very limey. Uh, that the, the lime flavor comes out. It's very crisp, very clean, very refreshing, very palate cleansing. Nice. The mouth feel on this, uh, it's very heavily carbonated. Uh, you definitely get that sparkling, tingling in your mouth from the carbonation. Uh, but it is light bodied, as in it doesn't stick around very long. It is, like I said, it's very clean. It leaves your mouth feeling very, very dry, very clean. So this week's Scooter's Beer of the Week is from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, the Sea Quench Ale Session Sour 4.9% ABV 10 IBU.
4: This is the Four Norsemen.
0: All right, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Four Norsemen. Nick, Marty, Big Brother, Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. My name is Adam Lee. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, We appreciate you very much. So much to get to still. Uh, Scooter, thank you for beer of the week once again. Um, Your thoughts on the – he went a little out of his comfort zone this week, uh, bringing sours to the table, Um, which –
3: your thoughts? I feel like it's out of my comfort zone even because I've had a couple – but only only just, you know, people that had it been, pre-COVID, mind you, said, right. hey, why don't you try this? I, I didn't care for it. It right. wasn't... Uh, I wanted beer. I didn't want some, like, grapefruity, tangy yeah. Yeah. thing.
2: I mean, I could drink, like, one or two drinks of a sour normally, and then I'm like, no, I don't want this. Take this back. Um, I'm excited that he brought a beer to the table that I might actually get to find down here in the, in the Dirty Dirty South, so... They have a lot of dogfish head on the shelves down here, so so I will look for it and and give it a try. But um, sour's usually aren't my deal.
0: Well, I I did like the way he described this one as yeah, it's uh, to sound different, limey. You know, I like I like lime. Um, You know, to me, it when he was describing it, it seemed like it was more on the 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 side of more like a, a Corona with too much lime in it. You know, that's the way, it, that's the impression I got. So we'll, we'll see yeah. if that's, that's actually, um, in the outtakes, he talked about how it would be perfect with a little sugar in a margarita, oh. which we all know Scooter loves his margs. So, yes. you know, yeah. so there you go. But, but yeah. yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, like- I like sours. I, I actually yeah. will get, I got, I got to be in the mood for them. I, I wouldn't,
4: I don't get them every week or anything, but a couple that I like is uh, Sierra Nevada's got a pretty good one. Uh, my, my wife likes them pretty well okay. uh so, so we'll get them from time to time and indeed has a pretty good one they're lucy session session lucy session shower sour uh yeah they always have tricky names it's, it's
0: pretty good too sequence when session said, sour sequence
3: when you said scoot sour. was going like a different route with this one i actually thought he was going down the path of a seltzer that's right oh that no better. yeah maybe i was maybe. thinking ipas yeah, maybe, uh, you know, he, hey, he's uh,
0: he's a renaissance man. Soap. I, yeah, I'm but about but IPA. but Sours, I I, I didn't expect a, a sour out of him, you know, given his uh, his background and taste for beer is very similar to mine. Um, I didn't expect it, so it was a uh, very informative and very good as always. He's the highlight of the show. Uh, thanks again to Chris Shad and the host of the Homer Horn for being on as well with us. Again, he adds so much more legitimacy to this absolute garbage that is our podcast so true very good so jeremy you ready to play a game oh sure With oh Timmy. sure all right so jeremy it's it's no secret that i am not too often excited for your part of the show here <laughs> um but i really like this one for you tonight i do i'm oh, really good I, i'm really excited um as i'm I so me- happy for you as i mentioned earlier it's movie related okay And uh, you seem to do well with those. And this particular game tonight is called Movie Keyword. We're looking for Movie Keyword. Um, I will give you a series of plot keywords. There are five for each movie. And you have to guess the movie. You can score up to five points per per movie. So there's ten movies. Fifty points total. Okay. Okay. So and then if you guess the movie on the first clue, you get the full the full five points. And then second clue, four points, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Got it? Gotcha.
2: One other do I, get, you know, do I do I get to guess as many times as I want, or do no, I Nope, if you if you
0: ring in and say, I got it, and you guess, that's that's your guess. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. It. All right. So so it's a it's a game to play on whether or not you wanna hear the full five clues and get one point, or Go from there, okay? And one other note if this movie is from a series, you have to guess the correct movie. So if I, you can't just say Star Wars if I'm talking about Empire Strikes Back, okay?
2: Gotcha. All right. Gotcha.
0: So then just say when you have it, uh, uh, and I'll let you ring in, okay?
2: All right. Ready?
0: Ready. Pull up my movie or my game show sound effects here. Let's just make sure they're working. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so first movie clue number one Louisiana, clue number two prison, clue number three Stephen King, uh, Shawshank Redemption.
2: What? It was, was not Shawshank
0: that? Redemption. You should have let Oklahoma. me know.
4: Oklahoma. Yep. Can I know it? Can I guess and yep. make
0: him look really dumb? Yep. Is it the go. Green mi- is, it, is it the Green Mile? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it yeah. was the Green yeah. Mile. So here the last go. two clues were Electric Chair and Oh, Tom I got it. And Tom Hanks. See, that's more. the game. That is the game. Should've should've wait, one more. All right. Here, here we go. Okay. Uh movie number 2. Clue number 1 is Voodoo. Clue number 2 is Monkey.
2: Clue number three. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ah, there he goes.
0: The last three clues were score for John Williams, of course, jungle, and then number five would, would have hopefully given it away half pint. We were looking for a half
2: pint. <laughs> All right.
0: Movie number three. Clue number one is holiday. Clue number two is weather. Clue number three is repeat. Clue number four is uh, Shadow. Day. There, he got it after three. So, All right, so he missed the first one. You got the... Uh, I gotta keep, Is somebody keeping track of points?
4: I can now. Okay. I got you. So
0: he missed the first one. He got uh, three points on the second one, or four points on the second one. Three on, three, the, third three one. on the third
4: one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha.
0: Next movie. Clue number one is Time Travel. Clue number 2 is action. Oh, come on. Number 3 is metal. Number 4 uh, is Sarah. Uh, uh, T2. There you go. Yeah, and you said T2. Very good. I was I was going to Oh, metal. Yeah. Right. But I was going to I was trying to trip you up cuz the clue number 5 was sequel. So very good. Gotcha. All right. Next movie. The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, that's the name of the movie. Sorry.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never got that because I haven't seen the movie. We'll
0: just move on from that. (laughs) Next movie Masks. Clue number two, Disease. Clue number three, Conspiracy. Clue number four, comic. Clue number five, uh, parliament. V for vendetta. There it is. Yep. Give him one on that one. One point. Next movie. Clue number one is name. Clue number two is paranormal. Clue number three is Harry Belafonte. Clue number four is stripes. And clue number five is worms. I
2: have no clue. We were looking for
0: Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Harry Belafonte sings Deo uh-huh. in the uh, Shake, Shake, Shake Sonora. So. Uh, it's been 20 years since that movie. Oh, it's so good. So good. All right. Next movie. Clue number one is cops. Cops with a P. P. With a P. <laughs> cops. Cops like police, officers. Clue number two is 80s. Clue number three is buddies. Clue number four is loose cannon. Uh, Lethal weapon. There it is, yep. And you guessed the right one too, it was the original lethal weapon. Very good. All right, next one is number one, nerd. Number two, electronics. Number three, toys. Clue number four, shower head. And clue uh, number five is wax. Bear's day off. Mm, sorry. <laughs> take, take clue number five is wax. Wax. So, nerd, so... electronics, toys, shower head, and wax. Anybody want to take a stab at it?
3: Is it uh? weird science?
0: Nope. Nick?
3: I have no clue.
0: Cry Kid? We were looking for the 40 year old virgin. 40 year old virgin. Oh, wax. Yeah. Wax. That kind of wax. Yep, yep. And we all remember the part with the shower head. Alright, <laughs> the very last one. Gotcha. Now, this is a risky one for you, Jeremy, because okay. you'll know it right away. You'll know the, the movie right away, but will you guess the correct one? Here we go. Gotcha. Clue number one is Apollo. Okay. Clue number two is montage. A Rocky IV. Oh,
2: took come a stab. on. You took I, I a
0: just, stab and you missed I had it. To go. You missed it. So uh, the next three clues were boxing, Stallone,
2: Oh my gosh, I would have got the five anyway. <laughs> and
0: Mr. T. We were looking oh, for yep. three.
2: So we were yep. looking
0: for rocky three with that one. I told you. I told you. So um, out of a possible <laughs> 45 points, because <laughs> I messed up one of them, what did he get, Nick? Yeah, he got 12, which uh, equates to
4: 26% of the possible points he okay. achieved. Okay. Uh, and so a if he was bait. If he was a baseball I, I, yeah, player, I think that
2: could be great on a curve.
4: Yeah. If if you're a baseball player, you're an yeah. above. Yeah. You're an average hitter. Hey,
0: you're an yeah. average big. I like leader. that analogy. There yeah. you go. No. Yo. Winning. Very good. Okay. Great. Good job. Did you like that one? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. See, I made it's it a little tricky. It's a little tricky. I made it. I made it harder than some of the other movie ones, like the movie yeah. quotes game. That one I felt like was too easy for you. So, um, and the fact that you have never seen The Pursuit of Happiness. Doesn't necessarily make me feel bad for mentioning it, um, but it you know I I figured everybody had seen that it's a great movie. I have to look it up. Yeah, you should see it. Will Smith, right? Well, of course, yeah. Will Smith, there it there is. There we go. Yep, great movie. You guys have seen it, right? Tom, yeah. Nick? It's it's hard to
4: watch, but it's got a satisfying conclusion to it. Yeah, but for it's, sure. It's, it's 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 a it's a heavy
3: movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting a little teary eyed. Yeah, Tom, you ready for hero of the week? bring it it's
1: time for tom ryan's super duper inspiring valiant gallant incredible wonderful marvelous mind-blowing amazeball stupefying hero of the week
0: that's right it's tom's hero of the week we decided it was important to end the show with something positive and the diesel has us covered there what do you got this
3: week bud well guys i uh I'm going off track a little bit on this one. It's uh, it's not so much hero of the week, but heroes of the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, given that we're recording this on Veterans Day, mm-hmm. I feel that I would be remiss if I did not mention our heroes of the week being our veterans. Yes, um, I was trying to find... <laughs> There's obviously very we have a lot in our lives all of us do i'm sure we could thank individually uh so i was trying to find something that would wrap up summarize it for us and the 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 little quote that i had found was thank you for bravely doing what you are called to do so we can safely do what we are free to do oh man and i feel like that's just a it's a great way to kind of kind of powerful and, and just a nice way to put it you know
0: I just got chills when you said that. That that is really well stated. I like that. Yeah. So
3: I really like that one. It spoke to me. And uh, thank you to all the veterans for all that you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it obviously allows us to be knuckleheads on uh, on a podcast like this. Yeah, so man. good on you to the veterans. Yeah.
0: Very good. Thank very you good. very much. If I can if I can uh, uh, piggyback on the hero of the week for a second, um, I I recently uh, was 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 thinking about the state of the world that we're in, right? And how divided we are right now. And I'm, I'm as guilty as the next person of beating up on the other side um, of my beliefs and, and whatnot. So uh, very recently, um, I was uh, uh, lucky enough to, to, to have somebody make a very generous gesture to me and my wife personally, okay? So, my goal here in the next several months as we continue to go through this very difficult time as a country and as a world that we're in is to take that generous gesture and pay it forward to others that might be feeling uh, 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 not appreciated during this time and so on and so forth. So, um, obviously our healthcare workers are... Uh, uh, frontline people, uh, specifically the unsung heroes of retail um, that deal with what they deal with on a regular basis. And uh, and now going in, they've, they've had a hell of a year already, and now they're going into the most difficult time of year for them, which is the holiday season. Not to mention the teaching community and what they have been through. Nick, uh, you and your lovely wife can obviously speak to that so many more and i I wish i could acknowledge them all but there's just too many to count so i guess my message as we close is to think about those people in your circle in your life in your society in your town or community that uh, might be feeling a little unappreciated right now and take some time do something nice to them buy somebody a coffee buy somebody a donut i don't care what it is just small gesture big gesture whatever the case might be, right now is very, very important that everybody feels appreciated in that front. So um, so I just I'll wanted to that. piggyback on, on Hero of the Week and talk a little bit about where my mind is at right now as well. So political beliefs aside, whatever, wherever you're at with what happened in the last week, I don't really care right now. Just do something nice for someone else.
2: Amen, brother. Okay.
0: On that note, I'll get off my my damn soapbox here. (laughs) It's a good soapbox
2: to be on. It's not bad. Well said. Anything else before we close out? I feel like somebody needs to say penis or something. I feel like that was way (laughs) too heavy.
0: Yeah, we, we really didn't. I mean, this was a very professional show. We need to find. It was something here let's see if jeremy uh, you always got to go to the jeremy sounders
2: booby tassels yeah. <laughs> if i was robin williams i dress up like mrs Doubtfire and go out every night just flaunt that as much as i could what smells
4: i'm a giggly boy
0: yeah,
2: that's, <laughs> that's my one. new favorite one <laughs> that, is <a> good, <laughs> that is a good one
0: <laughs> so there there we'll 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 end on that note so Um, That is it for this episode of The Foreign Norseman. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the show. Questions, comments, rants, obscene gestures, whatever whatever you got. Send it our way. Twitter, Facebook, emails, Norseman4, the number four, at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, Overcast, and officially, officially after months of trying to get on there, we are on Pandora, so that's Finally. pretty awesome. I just got that email the other day. So many places to check us out. And, of course, you got to check out our homepage, Podbean4Norseman.podbean.com. got to spell out all the four Norsemen. And uh, thanks to Shane Ivers, SilverMansound.com, for providing music and you guys. Nick Marty, Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy, as always, and to you folks you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. For all of us here at the Ford Norseman, I'm Adam Lee, considering those eardrums satisfied. Hold on. I think my dog has to poop. There we go. We're up in our quota now. That sucked. I miss you. Bye, guys.
3: Goodbye. 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 Come down for moose soup
2: after! Son of a you, bitch! You boys! <laughs> I think this is Charlie Hello. Huntington! You were just
1: stupid as hell.
3: Excuse me, bitch! What don't mm. look like you need the extra McRib?
4: I don't care. Speaking of professionalism, I mean it!
5: She's human! <laughs> <young> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>